already. We have got to talk about the don'ts of sales calls because, listen, I have been on some sales calls that I left and I was like, what was that? Is this like 1980? Like, do people still fall for things like this? And I'm very passionate about talking about this because I think sales is a natural process of having a business. Like if you're not making sales, you don't have a business. You need to sell things in order for you to make money, in order for you to have a business. But in this day and age where our consumers, our clients, they're so savvy and in this online space, they have been there and back. I think that putting people in a situation where you're pushing for a sale on a sales call is the wrong way to go about it. I have a really high close rate and my goal is never to close anybody. I never go on a call and with the intention that I'm going to close them on the call. If I do, great. But I want this decision for them to work with me to be a decision that feels good and I don't want them to have any regrets later. I also don't want anybody to idolize me and put me on a pedestal and think that I am the savior because I am not, you know? So I think that, you know, being your honest self in a sales call and just being super upfront with somebody is obviously the way to go, but that's just obvious, right? But let's talk about the, the don'ts of a sales calls. So first things first is your expectations. If you're going to a sales call and you just have the expectation that you're going to close them on the call, listen, I think you're setting yourself up for disappointment because you're not going to close everybody on the call. And I think that using pushy tactics is really going to bite you in the butt because you don't want to be in a situation where somebody's unhappy with you and they're leaving you negative reviews or, you know, they thought they're going to get something and they got something else because there was some miscommunication because you just wanted to close the sale. So just having a heart check, you know, like if somebody is not the right person for you, if you're not the right person for them, being honest with them and letting them know and referring them out, because it's better to do that than to take on somebody and it's just a disaster. So I would not go into a call with the intention of closing them. I would go into a call with the intention of being super helpful, you know, and just leave it at that. Be open-minded and just know that it could go either way. And also, if you don't close on a call, doesn't mean you, you won't close the, the sale. Like I said, for me personally, I never go in the intention of actually closing somebody on the call. I give people time to think about it and I go from there and I have a really high close rate because I give people space and I want them to feel like they're making the right decision and I'm not here to push anything on anybody. Another thing that really needs to stop is the script. Listen, have a natural conversation with your person. And of course, you know, I think it's great for you to have some questions that you want to ask. Make sure that you are the right person, that both of you mutually are able to, to work together and get a result. Um, but following a script, you know, and here's what I'm talking about, you know, that the whole you know, what problems are you facing and what's going to happen if you don't change this thing and what is that worth to you and a lot of these things that it just feels like so scripted and just so not genuine, you know, like 
listen to people, make a connection with them, hear them out, and have a heart of servitude as opposed to just going down the script. Because what happens is, if you're following a script, you have no way of understanding of controlling what the other person is going to say. So what if they say something that kind of like throws you, you know, it's a total curveball, and then you're like, oh, this is not how the script is supposed to go. And now you're in the situation where it's just awkward because you're, you're like, I have to follow the script, and it doesn't work because life is unscripted. So honestly, like I said, have a baseline of questions that you ask somebody so that you guys, you know, are not talking forever and like, I don't know, talking about dogs and cats and like something that has nothing to do with the actual sales calls. Um, Have questions in mind, but don't feel like you need to ask the set of questions and it needs to be like this very scripted thing. Just let the conversation flow have just a human to human conversation with the person on the other side of zoom or phone or the phone call or whatever next thing is not to make people feel bad if they say no to you if for whatever reason they they're they're just not wanting to work with you that's okay and don't make people feel bad if the reason why they cannot work with you is because they cannot afford you this idea that everybody has money for something so they have money to pay you seriously like let it go i think that is just such an outdated advice and i will never put somebody in a financial situation that makes them uncomfortable so if somebody feels like they cannot make the investment they cannot make the investment and that's okay i will never ever ever make somebody feel bad for not working with me and nobody should and i'm saying this because maybe you were taught some old school selling tactics and that's what you were taught and and maybe you you don't even understand subconsciously that's what you're doing but it's very important that you don't make people feel bad for their decisions no matter how convicted you are that you are the right person for them and you can actually help them if that person does not have the same level of conviction then that's it that's where you drop the ball and say that's cool I'm not the person for you because if that person is not ready and you basically force them into working with you, it'll be a very difficult relationship. And at some point, you might just like even hate life, honestly, because have you ever been in a situation where you were forced to be in a situation? It doesn't feel good and it does not feel good for the other person on the other side either. So don't ever under any circumstance feel the other make the other person feel bad for saying no to you for whatever reason they give just let it be they have their reasons and life goes on another thing is ask yourself do i need sales calls because if maybe you're doing sales calls because you feel like you need to do sales calls but you don't you don't have to do sales calls if you don't want to depending on what it is that you do your content will speak for itself and a person if the, per- the right person is wanting to work with you they'll just come and hire you you know so it depends do you have to have a sales call yes i'm not gonna say yes or no like but what i'm gonna say is it depends and ultimately if sales calls are draining for you find a way to not do them because if you're going to bring the energy like oh this sucks i don't want to do this and you're getting all anxious around sales calls then maybe that's not the right way for you to sell and 
what about your customer? You know, and, and one thing, like a piece of advice that I gave to a client the other day was, do you buy through sales calls? Do you yourself like to jump on sales calls to buy something? I'm at a point in my life where I'm okay jumping on sales calls, but honestly, I don't love them. And if I want to work with somebody, I just want to be able to hire them. And I don't want to spend all this time on a sales call, yada, yada, yada. So evaluate that. Maybe you don't need a sales call and life goes on and don't feel like you need to do it just because you feel like, you know, somebody else is doing it. So that means that I must do it because that's not true. And another don't of sales calls is to keep them long and to like just let them go forever and ever. My sales calls are 20 minutes long because by the time somebody's landing on a call with me, they have already binged on my podcast. They already feel like they know me, they connect with me. And because my podcast is pretty unfiltered, they know who they're, they're getting. So they either love me or they don't. And obviously the people that don't care about me, they're not going to want to jump on a call with me. But my podcast is here to work for me. Like I think of my podcast as a sales calls for me that works on, on demand. Like you can listen to me at midnight if you want to, at four in the morning, it doesn't matter. And it's building the connection with you. And if you want to work with me, by the time you want to hop on a sales call with me, you're basically like just wanting to make sure that I am who I say that I am and you're ready to work with me. And sometimes then people are just curious, whatever. And I'm okay for that too. Like sometimes people just need to talk things over and don't feel like I close every sales call because I don't. Um, but like I said, I do have a high closing rate, but people just feel comfortable around me. I feel like people are comfortable saying no to me because... Like, I just have a very honest relationship with people, you know? So the point I'm trying to get to is that you don't need to spend an hour with somebody and asking them all these questions and, you know, just going on and on and on. Like, just make sure that your content is doing a lot of the connecting for you. So be smart about the piece of content that you're putting out. And your sales calls, it should just be like like a short, like, hey, let's get to know each other to see if we're a good fit. And that's it. It does not need to be... I mean, just think about like how time consuming it is to just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And then like at the end of an hour, the person's like, yeah, no, you're not the right person for me. Like you just wasted an hour. Like, I don't know about you, but I'm not okay with that. So my sales calls are 20 minutes long and they are seriously amazing. Now, with that in mind, I just also want to say this, please do not put out in the interrupts that you're giving out free strategy sessions, but then, you know, you're, you're talking strategy for one minute and then the, you know, whatever the, the rest of the 14 minutes is you doing a pitch because that's not the reason why that person got on a call with you. Like if you put out online or whatever your, your content that you're doing this strategy sessions, people are expecting strategy sessions. So I'm pretty sure they're, they're going to expect that you're going to sell to them. And that's okay, sell to them, but do not just use it as a bait and switch where you're telling people you're going to give them a, you know, like a, like a strategy or something. And then it turns out to be just a full on sales call and there was no strategy involved because like, how can you build trust with somebody if from the beginning you're doing this whole bait and switch thing? Like, listen, it might work, but I don't know. I don't agree with it. And I don't think that's the right way to build a relationship with somebody. I don't think like, listen, treat others how you want to be treated. And if you don't like the whole bait and switch, 
then don't do that to people. You know, quite simple. And I have an extra bonus tip here that I just thought about, which is be transparent about your pricing. So while I do have sales calls, my prices are listed on my website. So if you want to know my prices, all you have to do is go on my website, pick uh, whichever service you're looking for the pricing for, and then you're, you're able to find my prices. And I'm not putting you on a call to find out the price only to find out that you know it's not the right fit because you cannot afford my rates you know so I would think that being upfront and honest about your price that will also cut a lot of um like just heartache later on because you want people who can actually afford to work with you to you know, hop on a call with you. I have seen intake forms where people are like, you know, how much are you willing to spend to solve this problem? And I hate questions like that because to me, it feels like, you know, are they asking me how much I'm willing to spend because they're just going to give me a custom, you know, quote unquote, custom package, and they're just going to give it to me at the top of my budget, you know? So I don't like that. You know, I don't like ranges either. I like, I just want to know that. Like, just freaking tell me the price. You know, like, I'm not here to negotiate. I don't do that. People don't do that with me. So I don't know why people are just not clear about pricing structure, you know. But, you know, just a bonus tip. Be open um, about your prices so that by the time somebody hops on a call with you, they know. They know what um, th they're going to spend with you. You know, so... Don't be afraid to do things a little bit differently. It's something that I've been really hammering on for the past, I don't know how many episodes that I really want to empower you to think for yourself and to build the self-trust that you don't have to do things a certain way because somebody else is doing it. Because how are we going to innovate? How are we going to come up with fresh new ideas if we're just doing the same old, same old, same old, if we're just cookie cutter, if we're just copy and pasting what everybody else is doing? The time now is calling for us to step up and to be fresh and to have real human relationships with people, especially like after 2020, we have been just craving for that, you know, so give people what people want, which is we all want to feel heard, to feel seen and to connect with other people. And let's get away from this old school, pushy habits that we have been instilled in us because they do not work. And ultimately they harm us in the long run. My love, until next time, may you find God's love and peace, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye!